When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. For Kubota, together we are building Australia. Oh yeah, there was an absolute rush earlier in the week for any team that was in Victoria to make their way up north. Welcome to the Driver's Seat. My name is Nibs Azor, joined as always by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Boys, it's been a weird week, hasn't it? Uh, mate, what a shocker. I mean, you know, let's, let's, we don't want to be all down and serious and this sort of, cause that's not what our show's all about, but, uh, we like to have a bit more fun than that, but you know, very, uh, just a terrible situation for Victoria, uh, the people in it and, and, uh, the worry and the concern. And then yes, in our little micro world of motorsport, wow, boy, did they jump to it, Steve. And, you know, you wake up one day and you've got to pack your bags and pack the truck and get the hell out of Dodge and potentially not see your family f- until after October, which I just can't fathom. No, same. It's uh, for some families, you'd, you'd probably be stoked. But, uh, <laughs> but, oh, wow. but, but for families like our family and, yeah, and, no. and a lot of families that are pretty yeah. close, yeah. no, that'd be devastating. And, um, you know, I, I feel for the 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 teams I feel for everyone in Victoria to be fair yeah. mm. I, I guess everyone that's done the right thing to be well, honest well he, here's um, here's here's the uh, frustrating thing because obviously we do this show out of SEN in Melbourne it goes around uh, Australia and there's a lot of supercars teams that are based in Melbourne and uh, I first saw the rumblings of this story uh, when I was going through the socials and Andrew Van Leeuwen who does a fantastic job on motorsport.com you could follow him at AVL Melbourne underscore underline that Melbourne part there because uh, he's also in the same boat that I, that I am and many other Victorians and Victorian motorsport fans are in too. And uh, he joins us now. AVL, thanks for taking a bit of time, mate. And uh, thanks for welcome back to the driver's seat. It's my absolute pleasure. How are you going? It's weird times. It's absolute weird times. Yeah. Uh, Matt and Steve, obviously, uh, up in Queensland, it's it's a bit ah, different living there. The high life. <laughs> living the high life. Yes, banana benders walking around in the Queensland work boots, which are the double pluggers, of course, and uh, watching the news boys down there of all that you're going through. I mean, you know, we had lockdown in Queensland, of course. There was it was all around the nation, but. To see you guys have to go through it again uh, must be very difficult. All my family is a Melbourne family, and it must be a very difficult thing to be going through, even though you've already gone through it once before. Um, yeah, look, it's 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 one of those things that I just I think the sort of sense here for the last let's say twenty four hours since the sort of the actual it was made formal that it was going to happen is just disbelief because yeah we've already done it you know we've sort of been through it mm. and now we've got to go through it again and 
And I guess the, the, the only... The, the difference this time is that at least the rest of the country, things are going fairly well. And if you look at it from a... You know, you, you talked about sort of the microcosm of motorsport. At least there seems to be, you know, the opportunity for the show to go on, you know? And, and it was so difficult last time to see exactly how it was going to go on or when it was going to go on or how it was going to work. Whereas at least now, thanks to the sacrifice of all the Melbourne teams, the fact they got out of here so quickly and they coordinated that huge effort in a fairly short amount of time, you know, at least that show can go on. So that, that, that's, that's some sort of small positive, but it's still a, an enormously sort of crappy situation for, um, for, you know, myself and everyone else that's, uh, that's down here in the, in the cold and the wet, that's going to spend the next sort of six weeks, um, sitting at home without, um, without too many places to go and too much to do. Mate, it's um, it's pretty nuts, isn't it, when you think about how little a time they had to not only get the cars ready for, um, for the for the race meeting, but also, you know, they can't just pack and just get things ready for one meeting. They've got to effectively try to do what they need to do for three, four meetings possibly before we even look like going back or they even look like going back to Melbourne. So for some of those teams that, that raced, six of those supercar teams that raced out of uh, Victoria before it was closed down, some have relocated to SMP, to the track. Some, like Kelly Racing, have gone to uh, the Kelly's Mildura Ranch. Um, so it's it's one of those things that um, I, I guess, you know, Lee Holdsworth, we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit more, but Lee Holdsworth and... Todd Hazelwood, they're all praised. You know, everyone's doing what they can and helping each other out to uh, to get through this and, and, you know, to keep the show on the road, so to speak. I guess the, the, the toughest thing is, you know, you talked about is it two races, is it three races, is it five races, is it eight races? Just not knowing that is the hard part, you know, not knowing when the return date is. I'm sure that at some point, you know, they're going to develop a picture of when the team should be able to get back, but we don't know now if Sandown's going to go ahead or whether that's going to be at the bend or is there going to be double-headers in Darwin, is there going to be double-headers everywhere to try and get some racing in sort of during this six-week, uh, you know, at least six-week window of the lockdown here. Um, I guess that that's that's what would be really difficult. Probably the, the one thing that will help, you would think that in terms of, you know, parts and this and that, the, you know, the freight networks are continuing. So getting stuff from one place to another will be possible. You know, teams will be able to access bits and pieces. But, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the, the video that Kelly Racing put out yesterday, but, I mean, they were they were sitting around on Monday morning with the engine and gearboxes out of the cars, you know, yeah. overhauling that stuff. You know, and suddenly they're going, well, we have to get this stuff in the car, <laughs> get some wheels on the car and be able to put it in the truck and get out of here. And they got to Mildura at 10 past 12. So, I mean, they really... They really cut it fine, and I think in a lot of cases it was cut. It was cut pretty fine. So you know that's that's an extraordinary thing for these people to go through, and to be able to make that decision on the fly. That yeah, okay, I'm comfortable leaving. Uh, you know, I'm comfortable enough to leave, having no idea when I'm going to come back. And that's a uh, that, that's there's there, there's there's an emotional price tag that goes along with that as well. You know, so that's. That's something you've really got to uh, consider as well. And I guess what's probably made it tough, if you think about it, it's not just about the drivers. It's about it's about the mechanics. It's about the people that work for the team. That all happened before this lockdown was announced. So there's people that have left their partners, that they, you know, they've left their partners with children um, that now have to go back to the homeschooling. And, and just that, that, that that's going to be... It's going to be an emotional toll on those guys, and that's it's going to be a tough slog. Even though they won't necessarily be subject to the lockdown, they're going to be feeling it because they've got family going through it. So it really is 
just an incredibly tough time. I think it's going to be a tough period for um, for those teams that have had to uh, to make that decision to, to to get out of here. And you're right, and I think one of the things that that this whole episode has now shown us is that this is the third iteration of the calendar, um, and I think we can't sit back now and say that it's definitely going to be, we're going to be here, we're definitely going to be at Sandown, we're definitely going to be there, because things can change ever so quickly. And so it throws, in many ways, uh, the whole championship into, what's the right word? Not disarray, but it makes it very hard to plan. Uncertainty, that's the word. If you're going to go and take your family to go and see the races and you're going to go to the, you can't do any of that sort of, how do you book flights? How do you get anywhere? So even from a crowd perspective, I think it's going to be very hard. I mean, when I was talking to a couple of guys from SEN on Monday, AVL, there was talk even that we were going to be bringing SMP forward to this actual weekend, not next weekend. They were going to bring the whole thing forward. How close did it get to that? I don't know exactly how close it. There was definitely a lot of talk. So when Monday was one of those sort of remarkable days to be a journalist, where you know I started to sort of you see that the board is going to close. You start to get a couple of messages going, "Hey, these teams are going to go." But I, just, I didn't believe it. I honestly didn't believe it. And even when I wrote the first story saying there's this plan in place to relocate these teams today, <laughs> it was one of the things that I thought, but they won't actually go through with it. Surely, surely there's going to be a hurdle somewhere, or it would have just taken one driver to go, nah, I'm not comfortable doing that. Or, you know, like someone couldn't find a dog sitter or, you know, something. You just There were so many things that had to fall into place for it to happen. Um, so, you know, I, I definitely heard that, that it was talk that um, they would try and bring it forward to this week. But I think that was when the idea was to minimise the downtime. And I guess the, the, the clearer it became that this was not, this was not a one-week trip. This wasn't about getting Sydney done. This is about getting a whole heap of races done. The urgency to yeah. actually host a race weekend this, you know, right now probably faded a little bit because it wasn't about, okay, well, let's try and get these guys up and back and make sure they're not on the road for too long because they're going to be on the road for a long time. I think if the plan goes ahead, as we sort of all, I think, are hearing that, that, that it may need to to go ahead, it's going to be weeks and weeks and months and who actually knows, you know, with what happens with that September race meeting and that sort of stuff. So I guess the pressure at that point came off trying to get something done this weekend because this is not a short-term proposition. Yeah. Andrew, what about, um, you know, moving forward and, and thinking forward, there's obviously other categories like like myself and Matt, Matt here, um, yeah. which run with the ARG side of things too. Um, we were tainted to, to start uh, August 14, 15 at SMP, which was going to be, you know, us and TCR and S5000 and all the main Porsche, Porsche both Porsche categories. Yep. Is there any word there on, on, on that? Because from... From you know where I'm sitting and looking in my crystal ball, it's going to affect that as well because a lot of those teams in ARG are Melbourne-based. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I, I think it will. I don't know exactly how it will, but you'd have to think that at some point. I mean, yeah, there's there's too much, there's too much of uh, of of there's too many competitors based down here to think that they can just go without them and carry on across those categories. I mean, you look at S5000 for example. I mean, you know, Gary Rogers. That's the the heartbeat of that whole series, basically. You know, it, it sort of Absolutely. works around that team, and they're and they're down here. So I, I would think that unless there's some drastic changes, and I guess it really depends on what happens with exemptions and that sort of stuff. And what it probably really depends on is just what happens in terms of 
you know, case numbers and, 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 and the way things track here over the next two or three weeks in terms of um, whether we're heading in a good direction or whether we're heading in a bad direction because that that's going to determine whether people are going to be able to get those exemptions and that stuff for that to go on. But I would imagine that at, you know, at Motorsport Australia HQ and at ARG HQ, there's a fair bit of talk about, well, what's our backup plan here? Because getting yeah. our, getting our teams out of Victoria as soon as that, at that August race meeting in Sydney could well prove um, pretty difficult. Let, I, can you, let's do a doomsday scenario. Let's do, it gets out of control again. It's out of control in Victoria, obviously in Melbourne Metro. It gets out of control into Sydney as well. Could you see, AVL, that all racing, supercars, ARG, club racing, everything. 2020 is just wiped. Wiped. Can you see it? It's absolute doomsday. Could you see it get just wiped and shut down and then let's all play again, whatever the first round is going to be next year? I'll be I'll be perfectly honest, absolutely. And maybe that's a little bit of just the sort of cloud of depression that's sort of hanging around the air here at the moment, you know, <laughs> yep. in terms yeah. of like if there is just that, it is doom and gloom. It feels like doom and gloom because we're literally, you know, four hours away from a, from, from lockdown starting again for potentially six weeks. So, mm. um, yeah, for sure. I think what this sort of second wave here or this outbreak here has taught us is that, you know, like, like you were saying before, there's no, there's no guarantees. It was all going so well it was all going in the right direction and you know the the calendar the second version remember that you know we only had a second version of the calendar that wasn't so much to do with what was happening in terms of you know the coronavirus and everything that was more about you know contracts and tv contracts and that sort of stuff it was yeah, actually yeah. became more feasible to fit the calendar into 2020 because things were going quite well you know mm-hmm. i reckon there was probably a time in in let's say april where if you if you'd ask someone at Supercars, honestly, if they thought they'd host a race meeting in June, they would have said, absolutely no way. And they yeah. did. So, you know, they, 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 we had the second version of the calendar almost helped by the fact things were going well, but it's just changed so quickly. Yep. It's just changed so quickly, you know, and that's so, I think we can't take anything for granted and we can't guarantee anything at this point. It's going to be about, and that's why I, I genuinely wouldn't be surprised if we actually see a bit more racing in the next period than perhaps was initially planned. I, I don't know that for sure, but you would think that surely the idea of double headers and that's been discussed because if we want to have enough racing to crown a champion, we probably need to get on with it because you just don't quite yeah. know what's around the corner with this thing. Yeah, that, you, could, that... you could literally, sorry to interrupt, Nimsy, you could literally do, we're doing the second one at Sydney, you could do a double header in Darwin, do a double header in Townsville, don't know about that because it's a street race, but you maybe could be able to do that. Come down to a double header at at Queensland Raceway. Now, all of a sudden, what do you need to do? You get eight rounds or something to, to get, or eight races, so to speak, to get a champion. Then you can have a couple of months break and then go to Bathurst, and Bathurst could be it, and then just put them under, put them under a blanket and let it go until the start of next year. Yeah, well, I mean, all the other options, you know, the bend is there as well, and it would yeah. sort of appear. There's talk that, you know, the bend will move back into that September that September slot, but you can go there a bit earlier and, and, and host a double header there or, or something as well. I mean, you know, that's sort of quite ideally set up in terms of having hotels and all that sort of stuff at the circuit as well, which makes a big deal. When it comes to convincing state governments that this whole thing's a good idea, having having places of accommodation like that on site makes a big difference because you can sort of create that hub atmosphere. So, you know, there's that option as well. And, that, and that's something that I, I you know, I sort of, I feel like at the moment, you could say everything's been, like you could talk about a hub on the moon and it would almost be, it might have been brought up in a meeting somewhere. You know? like there's, almost, there's almost nothing that, that hasn't 
you know, you can say, oh, I'm sure they've talked about that. I'm sure they've talked about that because, geez, I bet, like, you know, you wouldn't want to be running the sport right now, would you, really? Like, it would just be an absolute nightmare. because all I the bet, country, all yeah. the state of Victoria. <laughs> no, no yeah, exactly. Nope. Exactly. I think everything's been on the table at some point. Uh, well, AVL, as you said, we've probably got about, uh, as Vic, uh, anyone in Victoria has probably got about, uh, well, Metro Victoria, I should stress that out, it's probably got about four more hours of, uh, well, how we can live now before we go into lockdown. So we thank you for taking some time to join us. Again, um, we always on top of uh, things when it comes to ma- breaking motorsport stories. So make sure you follow AVL on Twitter, at AVL Melbourne. As, he, as I said, Andrew and Lewin, thank you for, once again for being on the driver's seat. It's been great. Thanks, guys. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.